Martinelli. Hello, everybody. My name is Brian Rundle. This is a brand new episode of Run's House Podcast. It has been a little while since I have done one of these. In fact, I was kind of thinking, when was the last one I did? And I thought to myself, it's probably four, five months ago. Nope, year. One year ago. I was like, really? It's been a year since I've done one of these? I've been wanting to get back, and uh, finally I am here. There's just so much to talk about, as always. But today's show, today I want to talk about transgender. It is Pride Month. Happy Pride Month to all of you that celebrate out there, by the way. Nothing funnier or sadder to me than watching somebody lose their mind over Pride Month. But anyway, the transgender, I guess if you want to call it issue, I don't think it's an issue, but somehow it has turned out to be almost the number one issue, especially on the right. This is apparently taking over the entire country, maybe even the world, and when it does, all of your kids are going to be deviant sexual predators that hate Jesus. It sound very scary to anybody that really didn't understand what they were talking about. And so when you have a group of people who don't know what they're talking about and they're saying it to another group of people who don't understand what they're talking about, it makes for a very stupid discussion. So what I did is I did a little research into transgender. I'm not part of the community, so I don't fully understand all of it, but I can tell you I can walk through life and see somebody that is transgender or meet somebody that's transgender or walk through a store and see anything that resembles a marketing pitch to anybody that is gay or transgender and still live my life and not lose my mind over it. I feel really good about that. I even feel better about the fact that I am more of a defender rather than an offender of a group of marginalized people that really just want to live their life. But again, if you go through life and you hear what is being said about people in the LGBT community is that they are all sexual predators and are predators and they're going after your children. Now there's really zero for the most part there's really no statistics that back that up. Like none. But it's in their brains, it's in their heads and there's no getting it out. So we can have a logical adult discussion about transgender. So here are a few facts that I found out about transgenders and transgender communities. First of all, you would think that transgenders were beamed down here to earth from another planet just in the last two to three years. Turns out that that is just not true. You would be shocked to know that the very first transgender surgery was in 1890. Alberta Lucille Hart became Dr., by the way, Alan Hart. 
So that was the very first transgender. So believe it or not, did not just happen in the last one to four years, whatever, because all of a sudden this is the biggest topic on the planet. And at least on one political side. But they might be shocked to know that the first one was well over 100 years ago. Is it almost 200 years ago? Wait, 18, 19, 20? Yeah. Nah. Okay, 140 years ago, something like that. Close to it, right at it. So anyway, as of right now in this country, there is a total of 0.6% of the population that identifies as transgender. That is right at about 2 million total people. You have a two and a half more times of a chance of running into an alligator than you do running into a transgender person in this country. There are 5 million alligators in the United States, by the way. So there's a better chance of an alligator being in your restroom than a transgender person. Now, what the right would have you believe is that parents are bringing in children to a doctor's office and having their genitals removed or altered in some particular way to change them from a boy to a girl or a girl to a boy. And they're really over-exaggerating it because they'll have you think it's as young as three, four, five years old. And that is just not true. There's not a case that you could find where a young child had their genitals altered. There's not one. Now, what you are seeing now is, and by the way, the people who have gender dysmorphia is what they call it. Gender dysmorphia is basically somebody that is growing up who feels like they are not the gender that they were meant to be. Now, do I understand that? No. Maybe you don't understand it, and maybe a whole bunch of people don't understand it. But that's not for me to understand. If this is a person that feels one way, they're not hurting anybody, they're not killing anybody, they're not committing any crimes, such as starting an insurrection to take over the Capitol and get people to change your votes, such as sexually assaulting women, such as taking classified documents out of the White House and lying about taking them, and then you know where I'm going. As long as you're not hurting anybody, what do I care what you want to do with your life? In what way does that affect me at all? I mean, seriously, I have what I call my personal give a shit meter. Okay, and how the give a shit meter works is it goes from zero to 10, not one to 10, because one indicates that there's a, even a little tiny part of me that gives a shit. So the zero is I don't give a shit at all. And guess where transgender stands on my give a shit meter? Guess where Target selling Pride Month stuff in their stores. Guess where that falls on my give a shit meter? Guess where a transgender person 
was asked to promote a beer for the transgender community on a social media website for one person. Guess where that ranks on my give a shit meter? Zeros. They're all zeros. And you know what? All the people complaining about it are all zeros too. What? I, I, I'm so happy that, I, you know what, quite frankly, people look at transgender and think that they were born with something wrong with them. I'm happy that I wasn't born with that mechanism in my brain that lets stuff bother me that has absolutely nothing to do with me. Nothing. It's not hurting anybody. It's not hurting anybody I love. It's not illegal. I was not born with that thing in my brain. I am so happy. And you know what? It appears is about 70% of this country didn't have that little mechanism stuck in their brain. But anyway, most of what parents are doing with their children when a child says to them, mom, dad, I'm a little boy, but I feel like I'm a girl, or vice versa. A little girl says, I feel like I'm a boy. Now, I'm sure it's a lot for a parent to take in, but if you are a parent that is able to take a step back, take a breath, and say, okay, what is the best way to deal with this? There are processes in place that were put together by numerous scientists, numerous doctors on how to handle this the best way. And no, it's not taking your child and turning them into a boy or a girl at four, five, six, seven, eight years old. Doesn't exist. And why that is just not said over and over and over again, I, I, I just wish when they talked about this, they would talk about what the actual statistics and the actual reasoning and I do hear some people doing a good job of doing that but it should be said all the time but really at the end of the day are you going to get through to these other people that are just angry about it apparently this is another thing they're blaming on Jesus too Jesus doesn't like this I'm yet to see anywhere where somebody shows me in the book of Jesus that he says he's he's not a fan, but whatever. So anyway, most of it is children ages 6 to 17 going through what's called affirming care. Affirming care starts with just social recognition, names, pronouns, stuff like that. Very simple things to help transition whoever somebody at that point wants to continue in their life with that transition. Now, you never know. Maybe as time goes on, they change their mind and they say it was something and maybe I'm not. I seriously doubt that happens. I don't really know. But what I do know and from what I've read is there is a less than 1% regret rate of anybody that goes through any of these affirming cares. Um, there's some medical interventions after the affirming care, hormone therapy, sometimes surgery, and apparently the top surgery is uh, mastectomies, removal of the chest, and it's mostly 13 to 17-year-olds. But as I say that, that is still a very rare surgery. It doesn't happen very often. 
children seeking affirming care has tripled since 2017. So it is more prevalent, and I would imagine that the reason why it's more prevalent is because, as I said earlier, you have about 70% of the country that has this on the zero of their I don't give a shit meter. So it is accepted more and more in this country. I mean, you got to go back and look at history. There was a battle to keep black people second and third class citizens. They lost that battle. I mean, we still have a lot of work to do when it comes to race relations, but they lost the battle. They tried to hold women back. They lost that battle. They tried to hold gay people back. They've lost that battle, and they're going to lose this one too. I mean, it's just a matter of time. Maybe they already are, but it's just another ridiculous, stupid thing that we have to sit here and listen to and watch videos on Twitter of people going in to targets and shooting up beer cans and losing their minds over things that have absolutely nothing to do with them. Nothing. And I will guarantee you, guarantee you anybody that complains about it, they don't know one person, A, that's a transgender, they don't know one person where a transgender person went into the bathroom and tried to sexually assault their children because that's obviously the reason why they're doing that, by the way which is one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard, that somebody is going to trance, they're going to make a whole transformation of their bodies so they could go into the opposite sex's bathroom to check on your children. I mean, if people out there who literally believe that said that out loud, they might even step back and go, wait, that's really stupid. That doesn't really make any sense. So just a few more facts uh, about this. That surgery, by the way, is very uncommon for any of those under the age of 18. Like, very, very uncommon. There was a total of 56 surgeries from the ages 13 to 17 from the years 2019 to 2021. Now, they keep talking about the children. We got to protect the children. We have to protect the children. I'm going to go over that one more time. 56 total surgeries from the ages of 13 to 17 over the years 2019, 2020, and 2021. And I'm sure the statistics are very similar to that um, up until this point. So you want to talk about protecting the children. Do you know how many children in 2022 were killed or hurt by guns, 6,000, over 6,000. So that's almost a ratio of zero to 6,000 of children who have had transgender surgeries to children who are either killed or hurt by gunfire. But when you bring up guns, nope. Jesus apparently wants you locked and loaded with guns. But out of all this, this is one of the thoughts that I've had when I heard an interview before. This is probably the main thing that stuck in my mind about transgender, which I said earlier, whether you want to be transgender or not, it's a zero on my give a shit meter. But here's what I do give a shit about. I heard an interview with a few parents of transgender children. 
And the transgender children or the children told their parent, listen, mom, dad, I don't feel right. I feel like I'm the opposite sex, something in that vein. And some of the parents were taken aback by it for sure. And some of them did not approve of it. However, when they learned of gender affirming care and they did learn about the steps to take to help their children, they said that their child had never been happier. Now, here's the part where I give a shit about and really kind of touched me and it made me realize even more just how much people really need to shut their mouths about this subject. And that is the one where children in that community have a very high rate of suicide. And many of those parents had said that they knew of this statistic and that they would much rather have their children be alive and happy than being sad, depressed, and take their own life. Now, I personally do not have children, but I have plenty of friends that do. I've had many people in my life that I've loved their kids. I've known their kids since they were, and I couldn't imagine any of my friends coming home to see that their child took their own life. That, to me, would be one of the most devastating things in in life. I mean, that's got to be one of the most devastating things any parent could go through in their life. And for me, that's ball game. I mean, that's, that's just ball game for me, where I say, you know, I'm on the parent's side. If a parent sits down with their own child and says, listen, okay, we understand where you're coming from. If this is what you really want to do, let's take the initial steps. See if you want to continue to do that. Anybody that does that with their child is not being a monster. They're not being a terrible person. And they are not spitting in the eyes of God. They are being a phenomenal parent, in my opinion. Should, really shouldn't even be an opinion. That's really just a fact. I'm calling that a fact. That's a fact. And I'll argue that with anybody. So anybody out there, if you are transgender or you want to transition and you want me to call you her or she or he or they or whatever it is you want me to call you, don't worry about it. I got you. Because it really, really does not bother me. And it really, really shouldn't bother anybody else. There are way too many things going on in this world and in this country specifically that should really bother you. But you think I'm putting this anywhere in my top 1,000 of what's wrong in this country? What are you, insane? I still, I, I literally, I want somebody to tell me, give me a cogent argument of how that should affect my life. In any way whatsoever, just give me one, give me one reason why it should affect my life directly. You're saying it, it affects yours? Tell me how it affects yours directly. How? Other than making a bullshit about how transgender people want to be predators on your children. I think that's the other thing that people get so mixed up is when you think of gay, you think of lesbian, you think of transgender, I think people are just associating sex with it. And for some reason, 
that if you are different than somebody else, that that is deviant behavior, that it's all sexualized. You know, there are, I'm sure, plenty of people in the LGBTQ community that don't have sex at all. Just like a lot of those douchebags that go into Target and shoot up beer cans. They're not having sex either. I can guarantee you that. Those incel weirdos, they're the first ones you need to keep your eye on. Those are the ones who are going to go into restaurants and movie theaters and churches and everywhere else and shoot people up because they hate their own lives. Somewhere in their life, they're not allowed to be free. They're not allowed to have free-thinking thoughts. So they get angry and they take it out on others. Well, you're not doing it in Run's house. I'll tell you that right now. Okay, well, this was fun. It's good to be back. It's good to get back on the microphone and just spew out whatever is on my mind. There's obviously a lot of stuff to talk about coming up. The election will be here before you know it. I can't believe that. I was just thinking about it. I can't believe the election is next year. It is upon us. It is almost election season. And boy, is there going to be tons to talk about. So I think I'm going to keep sparking up the microphone as many times as I can so we could discuss it. I would love for anybody to reach out to me with any questions or any comments on the show. You could do that at runshousepodcast at gmail.com. I did challenge anybody earlier. If you have any stories that you want to share with me that are real, not made up, real stories where teachers are making your kids become transgender or transgender people are taking over your bathrooms or whatever that case is, you can share those with me. Runs house podcast at gmail.com. Uh, as always, I, if you can, if you can remember to please rate, review, subscribe to the show on any of your favorite podcast outlets. And like I said, I was glad to be back and I will see you guys again soon. Thank you for listening. This is Brian Rundle, Runs House Podcast. See you soon.